Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Lightning Luke King, your younger brother, Luke, is uh, he's also on the pathway to playing at NFL American football. He's in the college system. I've just been uh, been listening to the conversation, thinking that we should uh, we should get young Blake King on the on the airwaves. Um, he's playing for for North Dakota for the Valley City Vikings, and uh, yeah, he plays in a in a corner back position, which is a defensive position. So, the Division Two college. Um, doing really well he's in his third year and we're super proud of him um as one of the king boys from the coast yeah i tell you i saw him the first time at the impact gym at erina and i saw this young guy not very tall uh you know probably five seven five eight and he was doing jumps uh probably oh my goodness you know maybe one meter 80 uh standing star yeah, so when I saw it, I was just gobsmacked at what he could do, and that was part of his training. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, it's a pretty athletic position he he plays, um, and he's really struggled sort of in the early days to, to go up against some of the kids that have been playing that position since they were, you know, five, six years old. Um, but he's really impressing the coaches over there with his work ethic um, and the way that he kind of builds himself up in the gym and all that stuff. Like he just he ticks all the boxes for for the team and the coaches love him. So uh, we're hoping to see him at um, TCU or one of the Division One colleges very soon. Yeah, the thing, Luke Gary Birkinshaw here, mate. Um, college football or any college sport over there, especially the college football, it's actually probably bigger than than the NFL. The number of people who go and attend and, and crowds like that, is that the same as Blake? Blake would no doubt have played in front of some big crowds. Yeah, he has, mate. Um, the, the big thing, and you're right, the, the big thing about it is that there seems to be like this real buy-in from what they call like the alumni of the, the colleges. So people who have gone on to become like big CEOs of, of American companies and whatnot actually tip back into the, the college and try and help to develop the, the players who are coming through there. So you've got like these, you know, years and or generations of people who have gone through these colleges that continue to support the place that they went to. So, and my mum has been over there with Blake and they've traveled around the States to a few combines and, uh, yeah, the college scene is huge in, in comparison to the NFL itself. Uh, Lightning, I'm just reading about the uh, quarterback from LA, and uh, <laughs> there's so many great stories in Super Bowl week, but Matthew Stafford, he spent so long in Detroit. He was the number one pick there, and uh, I think the first season he's there, they go, oh, and 16, Burka. Yeah, that's exactly right, and uh, probably happy to get out of there. And he's um, he was one of the ones that, yeah, we spoke about their first trade, next first round draft picks, not the 2024. So he's one of the ones that they actually they have invested in uh, in the Rams and to take him to the, to the promised land. It actually, you said that he was probably glad to get out of there, but just uh, reading one of the stories here online, and it says he grew up in Dallas, went to the University of Georgia, where he met his wife Kelly. Detroit became a special place for their family because all four daughters were born there. Then his wife had surgery to remove a brain tumor when he was in Detroit. 
he became involved in the community and participated in numerous charities and became a voice in that community. So uh, the article is about he's in L.A., the city's going to be pumping on Monday, but Detroit will be on his mind. Uh, Luke, let's move to motorsport, which is why you're on the show. Uh, I want to play the audio from the Formula One in Abu Dhabi. We'll do that soon. But first, uh, mate, why aren't you competing in Tasmania? Um, oh, a, a range of different reasons, mate. Um, as as we know, the the sport is uh, is pretty tough off off the track. Um, we we had a, a few sort of uh, hurdles to jump. Um, our major sponsor is um, is in their Chinese New Year at the moment, and we just couldn't get our approvals quick enough, basically. So the the season started quite early. Um, the the telecast with TCR has gone to Stan Sport now, which is uh, an interesting change. Um, but I know that the the TCR management are really keen to have us back on the grid. So uh, watch this space, mate. We'll uh, we'll be jumping back in there probably from round two onwards, and uh, you might even see us in the World Touring Car Championship this year as well. Yeah, what's the update on that? Is there a chance that you'll compete against the world's best? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're at the moment we're working with um, some people in the UK who are trying to get us in as a wild card for the Spanish and Portugal rounds. Um, so we do them back to back. They're quite close to each other. Um, we've been having talks with the guys over at Audi Sport in in Belgium, um, and they've been pretty impressed with what we were able to do um, up against Chaz last year. So. Uh, yeah, mate, it's, it's all looking up. We wish we were down at Tassie. I'm actually helping a few of the boys on the data from home this weekend. Um, so I'm, I'm getting my tech head on, trying to help some friends out down there. But, um, yeah, we'll be back. All right. This is the uh, audio that surfaced this week. Uh, is it Michael Massey, Lightning Luke? Is that his name? Correct, mate. Yeah, he's, he's our Aussie guy. He's the race director of Formula One. Um, and he was the one that, well, he is still embroiled in this huge debacle between Mercedes and Red Bull. So go ahead and play that uh, audio, Steve, and we'll see what they've got to say. Yeah, well, I'll just tell the audience first. I, I jump onto Twitter, uh, as I do nearly every day, to see what's uh, trending in politics. But also, I saw Massey was trending. It had had about 50,000 tweets, and I thought, what is this? This is the audio of the finish of the race in Abu Dhabi. Back Marcus between you and Eaton. And Lewis Hamilton is heading to an eighth championship of the world here, unless Max Verstappen can do something barely credible and he's just not going to be able no, to. He's just a, no chance. Obviously, those lap cars, you don't need to let them go right the way around and catch up with the back. I'm just good. And then we go on motor race on our hands. So we believe they may restart the race like this. I think all the cars ahead of you are going to pass Hamilton. Uh, everybody behind you will stay in position. Wow, it is explosive. Lightning Liu King, uh, champion in the TCR series. But did he say the words, let's make a race of this? Yeah, look, that, that was Red Bull's um, head team manager basically lobbying to Michael Massey to say, get the cars out of the way between Lewis and Max so that we can, we can have a race. And I think the, the thing at the, at the end of the race where you hear Toto Wolf complaining about the decision that was made to Michael Massey, and Massey then repeats that and says, Toto, we went motor racing. And that's his answer to why he did it, um, which is kind of repeating what the Red Bull guys have said to him. So it's, I think it's, it's pretty bad that we've... Imagine an NRL coach getting in the face 
of a referee right as he's about to make a call for, you know, the, the try that wins the game. Like, it's just, it shouldn't be happening in the sport. The, the guys that are up in the office making those tough decisions should be left alone to, to make those decisions with a cool head. And, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that it turned out the way that it did because there was just so much going on and not a lot of time for him to make a decision. Hey, Luke, you're like the Bruce McAvaney of motorsport. What else is happening? What are some of the Aussies doing around the world that you can fill us in on? Yeah, mate. Well, uh, we, got, we had young Caitlin Wood uh, over in the W Series last year overseas. Um, so I think we'll see her back again. The, the W Series is the all-female championship um, that supports the Formula One. So it's giving female drivers the opportunity to, you know, try and an opportunity to, to show themselves and Caitlin, uh, I think she, she took away a fourth last year in Belgium, uh, which was pretty impressive so I think she'll be, uh, she'll be one of the main drivers in the championship this year. Um, and then this weekend in terms of motorsport in Australia, we're down at Tasmania, um, we've got the new Speed Series which is um, all on stand and, and across the Nine Network, so uh, you've got TCR, Trans Am the Touring Car Masters uh, and S5000 down there. So um, there's a big shake-up on the TCR grid. Will Brown is driving Chaz's car from last year. Uh, you've got Fabian Coulthard, who was the wooden spooner from Supercars, that's now coming into TCR, trying to rekindle his career. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, headlines, and they're on track for qualifying today at two. Luke, back to Formula One. During the week, uh, McLaren signed, uh, won the, the, the bidding war, I suppose, for Lando Norris to sign a $90 million contract. What does that mean long-term for Daniel Ricciardo? Yeah, that's an interesting one, mate. I, I actually got up at six this morning to watch the launch of the new McLaren F1 car. So both Danny Rick and Lando were there, and I the first thing I noticed was that Lando's number was on the front nose of the show car. So I kind of feel like Lando's taking the, the number one position in that team. It, it might sound like a minuscule you know, detail for his number to be on that car, but I just feel like Danny Rick kind of, this is the year he needs to really prove himself at McLaren. Um, and I think the rule change that's happening there um, has come at a good time because... Daniel will be able to use his experience to adapt to the to the new car and hopefully he can start to take that team in his own direction and set it up the way that he likes it. Yeah, beautiful job this morning, mate. Great to talk to you as always and we'll catch up soon. Lightning, Luke King. Thank you, mate. Luke King, champion race car driver in the TCR series. Uh, just phenomenal last year. He was running second for most of the year and uh, apart from not going to Tassie, gearing up for a big 2022 20, season.